You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. We're going to be learning Chidusha Rabbeinu Chaim HaLevi, Helchos Yom Tov. This is the only piece in these halachas. Rabbi Chaim addresses a very core issue in Yom Tov Sheni, Shal Goliath, the second day of Yom Tov that we follow outside of Israel. Does our observance of Yom Tov Sheni become because of a suffix? We're not sure if this is a day of Yom Tov. Or is it a Takana Drabanan and we have to keep it as a Vadai day of Yom Tov? The rabbi said to keep it, and so it's definitely... Definitely a day of Yom Tov. He begins this issue with the Rambam, Paragvav Alochid Aleph, Shnei Yavim Tovim Shecholu Lios Bechamishi Ve'erev Shabbos, if Yantif falls out on a Thursday, Friday. So, Osa Eruv Tavshilin Miyom Revi'i Shehu Erev Yom Tov. The halacha is you're supposed to make the Eruv Tavshilin on Wednesday to allow you to cook on Friday for Shabbos. Now, Shachach Niach Menicho Barishon Umasna. Let's say someone forgot to make an Eruv Tavshilin on Wednesday. So, the halacha is that they can do a conditional Eruv Tavshilin on Thursday, and they can say, if today is not Yantif, then this is an Erev Tavshilin, and I can cook tomorrow. And that way, no matter what happens, they're able to cook. If Thursday was not Yom Tov, and Friday is, so then the Erev Tavshilin takes effect. And if Thursday was Yantif and Friday was not, so then anyways, they can cook. Uh, Similarly, says the Rambam, that if you have two uh, baskets of vegetables, and you forgot to take off truma, so you could do a conditional truma. You can't take it off on yantif, but you could say, if today is not yantif, then uh, this is truma, and on Friday you could do the same thing and say, if yesterday was yantif, then my truma from today works. So uh, this is all in Paragvav Halach Yid Aleph, Halach Yid Beis. The Rambam is saying that you can do a conditional Erev Tavshilin and taking off trumos and maestros. But in Halacha Yudalid, the Rambam now qualifies and limits this whole Halacha. He says, These Halachas which allowed doing conditional Erev Tavshilin and trumos is only when the Bastin used to sanctify the new month based on seeing the moon. So those outside of Israel had to keep two days because there was an actual suffix. They didn't know which day was Yantef. But nowadays, when everyone, even in Eretz Yisrael, they just followed the set calendar. So our observance of the second day of Yom Tov is not because of a suffix. We all know the calendar in Chutzlar, it's just as well as in Eretz Yisrael. We know exactly which days are Yom Tov. So we only keep a second day of Yom Tov because of a minhag. That's the custom that outside of Israel you have to keep two days of Yom Tov. Says the Rambam that uh, based on this you cannot do any conditional Eruvin. You can't do Meiser on, on condition. Everything would have to be done from before Yom Tov. So the Rambam is telling us over here that this halacha that you can do conditional 
Trumos and Eruvin, because Yom Tov Sheni is a suffix, was only in the times when they actually were Makadesh, the new month, based on seeing the new moon, and therefore it was a real suffix which day was Yom Tov. But once we have a set calendar, then it's not a suffix anymore, it's a minhag. Both days are equally Yom Tov, and you cannot do anything conditional, assuming that one day is not Yom Tov. But uh, there's a problem with this ruling of the Rambam. The Gemara in Beya Daf Dalid, it talks about a egg which was born on the first day of Yom Tov. So Rav said that it's permitted on the second day because one of them is not Yom Tov. Either the first day was not or the second day was not. But if the egg is born on the first day, it's not Muktza for the second day. And there is another sheet over there. Rav Asi disagrees and holds that it is Asr on the second day. But the Rambam holds like Rav's shita that since it's a suffix, an egg born on the first day of Yantif is permitted on the second day. And here the Rambam makes no distinction between in the times when they were Mekadesh based on the sight of the moon versus nowadays when we have a set calendar. The Rambam implies that Rav's shita, that the egg born on the first day is mutter on the second day, applies even nowadays with a set calendar. So the Lecha Mishnah asks that this is a contradiction because if the Rambam holds that nowadays it's not a suffix anymore, so an egg born on the first day should be usser on the second day. So in order to answer this apparent contradiction in the Rambam, Reb Chaim delves into, is the second day of Yom Tov a suffix or it's a vadai day of Yom Tov? And he says that the truth is that it's a suffix, even though we know we have to keep it because of the minhag, but the minhag was established that you have to keep the second day of Yom Tov as if it's a suffix, because originally Jews only kept that day Betorah suffix. So nowadays also, even though it's our custom to keep it, and we have to keep it, but it's only kept as a day of suffix. But that's only the second day. The first day has now become a vada. Because since we know exactly when Yantif is supposed to be in our calendar, so that day is definitely Yantif. Now, Cesar Chaim, if we reflect on this, we'll see that the only way you could say that the first day is a Vadai day of Yantif is if you're analyzing it on its own. So you're viewing the first day as a separate, distinct day from the second day. Then you could say that the first day is Vadai and leave it at that. But if you're looking at the first day with regard to the second day, so then it reverts to being treated as a suffix. Because if you kept the first day as a Vadai, then there's no way you could go ahead and do another day now as a suffix. Because once you kept the day that should have been Yantif, it's over. So it must be if we're analyzing the first day with regard to the second day, they're both a suffix. So the first day is a bit of a unique day. If we view it on its own, it's a vadai. But if we view it with regard to the second day, then it becomes a suffix. So now based on this, says Rab Chaim, the contradiction in the Rambam is resolved. Because in the case of an egg which is born on the first day, we're analyzing the egg with regard to both days. It was born on the first day and now it's the second day. So the Easter is created because it went from one day of Yantif to the next. So a situation which we look at both days of Yantif, they're both a suffix. And that's why Rav holds that it's a mutar, because one of these days is not Yantif. And that's why the Rambam says that it still applies nowadays, because the 
situation of the egg is that we're analyzing both days of Yantif with regard to each other. So even though it was born on the first day, which ordinarily would be a Vadai, in this case we view it as a Suffolk, and on the second day it's Mutter, even nowadays when we have a set calendar. But in the case of Eruv Tavshilin or Trumos, where you're making a condition, so there it doesn't depend both days together. It happens to be that these halachas are affected because you have two days of Yantif in a row. But fundamentally, we're addressing the permissibility of this on each day on its own. So if someone wants to make an Eruv Tavshilin today, the question is, is today Yom Tov or not? So in that case, we say that once the calendar is set, the first day is Vada Yom Tov and no condition is going to help in that situation. And the second day is a suffix, but you're not able to make a condition just on one day of suffix. So that's why the Rambam holds that those halachas change nowadays because since we're analyzing each day on its own, so nowadays the first day is considered a vadai, not a suffix, and you can't do any condition which would require both days being a suffix. So the distinction Rab Chaim makes between the case of an egg born on the first day of Yantif versus making a conditional Eruv Tavshilin on the first day is that when we deal with the Eruv Tavshilin, we're only looking at the first day on its own. And in that sense, it's a Vadai. We have a set calendar, we know what the Yom Tov is, and so today's a Vadai. But when we deal with the case of an egg, we're looking at Yom Tov, the two days compared to each other. And once we introduce that factor, so both of these days are a suffix, and even nowadays with a set calendar, an egg which is born on the first day would be mutter on the second day. So this is Rav Chaim's first approach. And according to this approach, the answer to the question is Yom Tov Sheni a Suffolk or a Vadai is that Yom Tov Sheni is a Suffolk, even though we have to keep it because of the Minhag, but we keep it as a day which is a Suffolk day. And the first day of Yom Tov is considered a Vadai nowadays with our calendar, unless we're viewing it compared to the second day, in which case then we view keeping both of them as days of Suffolk. Uh, says Rab Chaim, there is a little bit of a problem with this first approach because according to this approach, the reason why you can't make a conditional Eruv Tavshilin on Thursday is because that day is Vadai. The second day hasn't changed. The second day is still treated as a suffix, but the first day when we view it on its own is a Vadai day nowadays with our set calendar, and therefore you can't make a conditional Eruv Tavshilin. So according to that, the problem is that on the first day, the first day precludes making conditional Eruv Tavshilin because it's Vadai. Says Rab Chaim that one could also argue that according to the Rambam, the second day also prevents making a conditional Eruv Tavshilin. Because the Rambam does not hold that the second day is a day of suffix. The Gemara says that we keep the second day, it's a minag, because we might go back to the days when it's a suffix. So it's true that the cause of the second day of Yom Tov is a concern for Suffolk. But since we're keeping it nowadays as a minag, which was established and required by Chazal, it cannot be viewed as a day of Suffolk. In other words, according to this approach, once Chazal come around and say, you must keep some day of Yom Tov, so that day becomes a day of Vadai. There's no such thing as saying that we keep it as a day of Suffolk. So if the second day is also considered a Vadai, same as the first day, all the days of Yom Tov that we keep are 
are considered Vaday days of Yom Tov. So then we're back to our original question, why should an egg born on the first day be mutter nowadays on the second day if both of those days are Vaday days of Yom Tov after the calendar was set? So Reb Chaim quotes the Raivid, who disagrees with the Rambam's distinction between the days before a set calendar and the days after a set calendar. As the Raivid writes, We don't find this distinction amongst the great halachic authorities. And then the Raivid disagrees with the actual halacha that you cannot make a conditional truma on the second day of Yom Tov. And he says, if somebody would say on the second day of Yom Tov, if yesterday was Yantif and today is Chol, so then forget what I said yesterday and today it's truma, it would work. Because since we have a set calendar, we know that the first day was Yantif and the second day is really not Yantif. So if someone would make conditional truma on the second day, it would work, says the Ravid. So who cares if they say on the first day, and if today isn't Yantif, it should work today. Uh, we know the reality of it, so it doesn't matter what they say. So according to the Ravid, even nowadays you would be able to make conditional truma and also a conditional Erev Tavshilin because we know that the first day is the day of Yom Tov and the second is not. And the Magid Mishnah, when he quotes this Ravid, he adds on some words, Shahamasa eno nikmar because whatever you do on the first day is only going to be finished on the second. So whatever you say on the first doesn't matter. So essentially the Ravid's argument is that once we know that the first day is Yantif and the second is not, it doesn't really matter anymore whether you say on the first day, if today is not Yom Tov and tomorrow is, then it should take effect today. Because we, we know that that's not the case and it's certainly going to take effect on the second day. So this is the machlokas between the Rambam and the Ravid on this issue. Reb Chaim doesn't explain what this machlokas is about. He's only quoting this Ravid for a more limited purpose, which is that the Ravid makes clear that the problem with making a conditional Eruv Tavshilin or a conditional Truma is the first day. In other words, the Ravid's disagreeing with the Rambam and his whole argument is that who cares whether you say something which is not true on the first day when we know that, of course, the day which is in Yom Tov is the second day. But you see from the Ravid's argument against the Rambam that the Ravid holds there is no problem with making a condition on the second day. Uh, the second day is not even a suffix, really. It's even less. We know that it's not a day of Yom Tov. We're just following Yom Tov practices because Chazal said to, but it's even less than a suffix. And the first day is the one which is Vadai and which precludes the conditional Eruv Tavshilin and conditional Truma. So with the Ravid says Rab Chaim certainly understood the Rambam according to the first approach, that the issue is the first day, not the second day, and that's only when you're analyzing each day on its own, but when you analyze them together, like the case of the egg, so then they're both a suffix, and that's why the egg would be mutter on the second day. So according to the Ravid, this all fits, and the Ravid follows the first approach. But Reb Chaim makes one final point, which is that even if we say the second approach in the Rambam, that the second day of Yantif is also a Din Vadai, we can still answer this question. And that is that even if Chazal said that the second day of Yantif is a Vadai day of Yom Tov, but still the second day can only be considered a Vadai when we're analyzing it on its own. In that sense, we could say that when we look at the first day and we look at the second day, each one on their own, 
they're both days that are vadai. But if you're looking at both of them, Chazal never came around and said, you must keep two days of Yom Tov. They said, you must keep the first day of Yom Tov. And you also must, in addition, keep the second day, because that was the minhag, that people kept two days misafek. But never was there a takana that you keep two days. So the same thing would be true, even if we say that the second day of Yom Tov is a vadai, we could still say that the only time day one and day two are considered vadai is when we look at each one separate and distinct. Then the first day is a vadai, and the second day is also a takana. Chazal said you must keep the custom going, and it's also a vadai. And that's why, according to the Rambam, you can't do a conditional Eruv Tavshilin or conditional Truma, because both day one and day two preclude that, because nowadays both of them are kept as a din vadai, neither of them is a suffix. But when we look at both days together, we cannot say they're both a vadai, because then Chazal would be making a totally new takana, which was not reflective of the minhag at all. There was never any concept of keeping two days straight as a vadai. I would add to Reb Chaim that the only time we do find such a concept of a two-day unit of Yantif is when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, but to that already the Gemara notes is different because the witnesses didn't come in time even for the people in Yerushalayim because it's on the first day of the month. So that's a different reason when it comes to Rosh Hashanah, but no other Yantif ever had anything like that, a two-day straight Yantif. So when we look at both days together, Chazal cannot say that they're both a vadai. So when we talk about the case of the egg where we have to analyze both days with regard to each other, so there we have to say that it's certainly going to be a suffix and that's why an egg born on the first day is mutter on the second day, even nowadays. And even if we hold that both Yom Tov Rishon and Yom Tov Sheni on their own are considered a vadai. And Rab Chaim does not say this explicitly, but I think on some level he's, the implication is that this is now the Machlokas, the Rambam, and the Raivid. The Raivid understood the Rambam to be saying that the first day is a Vadai and the second day is a Suffolk. And the reason you can't make a conditional Eruv is because of the first day. So on that, the Raivid said, well, who cares if the first day is a Vadai because we know that the, that the second day is really not a day of Yom Tov. So says the Raivid, you can say on the first day, if today is not Yom Tov, I'm making an Erev Tavshilin, because it really doesn't make a difference, doesn't detract in general from the fact that the second day is not a day of Yom Tov. But according to Rab Chaim's reading in the Rambam, the Rambam disagrees with that whole analysis because the Rambam holds that the second day is a Vadai day of Yom Tov. Not only is it not what the Ravid called it. It's a regular day that we treat as if it's Yom Tov, but we know it's not Yom Tov. But it's even more than that. It's not even a Suffolk day of Yom Tov. It's a Vadai day of Yom Tov. And so says the Rambam, even if the Ravid holds that on the first day it doesn't detract to just say, I'm making an Eruv if this day is not Yom Tov, uh, but it won't even help you because the second day is a Vade day of Yom Tov, and you won't have you don't have an Erev Tavshilin when it comes to that day. So even though Rab Chaim doesn't say it explicitly, the implication of his explanation in the Rambam is that this is how the Rambam would respond to the Ravid. Um, so those are Rab Chaim's two approaches. Uh, both of them are predicated on the same idea that when it comes to the egg, we're analyzing the two days of Yom Tov compared to each other. 
So that's what makes it mutar, even nowadays when we have a set calendar. Whereas in the case of a conditional Eruv Tavshilin, we look at each day separately, and so that creates the problems. But uh, with regard to the conceptual issue, is the second day of Yom Tov nowadays a day that we have to do because of Suffolk? Or is it a day that we have to do because of Vadai? So Rab Chaim offers two approaches. The first answer views the second day of Yom Tov as a Suffolk day, even nowadays, and that's what the Ravid certainly holds. He holds even a bit more, that it's a day when it's not even Yom Tov, but we treat it as Yom Tov, whereas the second approach of Rab Chaim and the one that he attributes to the Rambam is that the second day of Yom Tov nowadays is a full chiyuv, it's a vadai that we have to keep that day, but it still follows in the criteria of the original minhag, which means that each day is separately a chiyuv vadai. The first day is vadai, second day is vadai, but viewed together, there are suffix, there is no such thing as a unit of two days of Yom Tov. You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there, just gotta turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change. Like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. Please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.